What's up, hockey and sports fans? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Drop a Puck Podcast. The latest news and information around the NHL with your hosts, Justin Starr and Pedro Rodriguez. Welcome to episode number 16 of the Drop the Puck Podcast. My name is Justin. Alongside me, as always, Pedro Rodriguez. Pedro. What's going on, everyone? Uh, apologies in advance. I am a little stuffy, so if you hear a little, you know, I'm a little congested, so I'm just going to apologize in advance if you hear anything. Uh, short week, slow week. Um, one of our disliked teams, probably to the only move, yep. the uh, Vancouver Canucks. Uh, let's get right into it. Uh, no, no need to beat around the bush. Uh, so let's get into it and let's uh, drop the puck. All right, so those pesky Vancouver Canucks. What do we say about them? Like this is the move that they had to make because Bo Horvat was their only All Star last year, so they 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 finally re-upped their All Star from last year. So Mr. Bo Horvat, twenty two years old, he got paid. Yep, he got a uh, six year deal, uh, five point five per. Uh, right. There's no move. There's no no trade clauses, so he can get sent anywhere uh, in the next six years. I personally don't see it happening. I could potentially see him becoming the next captain of the Vancouver Canucks. Could you agree with that? Do you disagree with that? Yeah, I mean, you know, Bo Horvat was probably their best player last season. Yeah, um, he was he their only 20, all-star. Yeah, he was a 20-goal scorer. Um, and, uh, you know, it's he's he's the next in line, you know, with Henrik and Daniel not getting any younger. Um, you know, their GM came out and said that Daniel and Henrik Sedin aren't going to get traded. But who knows? We don't know what will happen. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, you know, this is something that had to happen for Vancouver. Um, this is their young stud, to say yeah, the this least. Is, this is the and, move that they had to yeah, make. Yeah, I mean, 5.5 a year for for a guy who puts up 20 goals. And if he can continue to do that, that's that's a good price for another six years. He's and only 22, so yeah, he, he has plenty of room gun. to improve. Exactly, he's a young gun. And, uh, you know, I expect a lot from Bo Horvat, and he's he has to be the leading charge of the team. I mean, uh, he has to do it. Hey, Vancouver. Well done. You finally made a good move. Uh, you got and, something? Yeah, I do. And uh, we don't want to forget about our Calgary Flames here. Oh, yeah. You're who, right. Um, you are correct. Who signed San Bennett to a two-year, $3.9 million contract. Bridge deal. A deal that we both... We, don't really like. Yeah, I don't really like the bridge and, deals. And uh, honestly, this is this is a tryout for for Sam Bennett. I mean, he struggled last season. And he's young though. You got it. I mean, you can't just. Like, no, I yes, I agree. He's young. I I get it. Um, but don't forget, this kid had eight had thirty six points in seventy seven games in his rookie year, and um, last season he only had twenty six points in eighty one games. It's a little sophomore slump. And you know it he, happens. He, he it struggled. Happens to the best of them. It, I agree. And you know this is this is his deal to to prove it. And um, he's got to prove himself, and and I, I get where Calgary came from this, and I expect him to probably be the third line center. Um, he could probably move up to wing on the second line, but um, yeah, I mean, good good for for Bennett, and this is a contract to prove himself. And like I said, so he he better go out there and prove himself. I agree. Uh, so Pedro, before we um, you know, before we get into the Atlantic Division, I have a question for you. Yeah. Uh, does, does sports gambling interest you? Yeah. Uh, well, this podcast is brought to you by the Bet With Confidence. Are you looking for some insight on gambling this year? These guys have done great in college football and NFL, 
NFL starts up tomorrow, uh, or you, you'll probably listen. So the NFL has started up, should I say. Um, they are up 75-plus uh, units over the last three seasons. Then NBA and college basketball starts up. You have March Madness. It's crazy. Uh, they are up 130 units over the last three seasons as well. It's pretty impressive, Pedro. It is impressive. Uh, they are running a five-month promotion right now. Uh, you want to show us some appreciation? Sign up at www.betwith.co slash jstar. J-S-T-A-R-R. Uh, the sign up at that link, you know, if if you if you have lost a lot of money and you, you you still like to gamble a little bit, but you want some, you know, you want to be able to, you know, I'm trying to, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. If if you want some guidance, sign up. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's what we're uh, brought to you by. So let's get into the main event and let's uh, move on to the next topic. All right, we have the Atlantic Division. So last week we agreed on our standings. So let's see if we can pull that off again. I don't know if we'll be able to, but let's give it a whirl. So we're going to go alphabetical order. Uh, start at the top. We're going to start off with the Boston Bruins. What are they doing with uh, Pasternak? What are they doing? I, I don't get it. That's a question. What are they doing? That's a question everyone's asking. Are they going to pull another, you know, Dougie Hamilton, Tyler Sagan? You know, Phil Kessel? You know, Are they going to pull that? That's interesting, and I, that's a great point. And I expect David Pasternak to sign a deal with Boston. Um, there have been talks that they have been good talks, and they were talking a long-term deal, an eight-year deal. But uh, I'm going to be honest. I don't see that happening with David Pasternak. Um, I can see maybe a, a bridge deal. I could see a two-, three-year deal with this guy. Um, it all depends about his asking price. Um, we saw what happened with... You know, I can't compare him to Connor McDavid because I, I, you know, uh, maybe a Leon Drysaddle type contract. Um, that's what he's looking at. That's what he wants. He's not gonna get. It. He's not gonna get that. No. And he he but wants, he deserves to he get wants paid. eight million, but he's not gonna get it. So I expect him to sign a three year, maybe two three year deal, prove himself at that time, and he'll get paid after that. Um, I don't I don't know if he'll stay with Boston when he gets paid with that, but. Yeah, I, I mean that, that's the biggest question mark heading into the in heading into the season with Boston, and if they, they have need this to guy, get they need to get some deal done, or else he's not playing the season. Absolutely, of course, and you know they got to get something done, or or team just offer sheet him. Ooh, I, I, I love that offer sheet, but it doesn't happen, and it's annoying. It doesn't happen. You're you're right. It doesn't and, happen, and it's annoying. You know that's why I expect Boston to sign him to. Maybe I honestly a think deal. one of the last times, I mean. The only offer sheet that I kind of remember is when the Rangers offer sheeted Joe Sackick, and he accepted it, and Colorado had to match it. Didn't a team offer sheet Shea Weber? I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure. It, I'm pretty sure. Um, I might be wrong on this, but uh, I believe a team offered sheeted Shea Weber. It was Philadelphia. I believe Philadelphia offer sheeted Shea Weber, and Nashville matched it, hmm. and. Now look where he is now. Now he's in Montreal. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, look how that worked out. Back to Boston. Uh, yeah, back to Boston. Uh, Patrice Bergeron, Brad Marchand, David uh, Krejci, they're, they're still good players. Brad Marchand, I think, is personally one of the best players in the league. Uh, that's just my my opinion. I don't know if you agree. The nose face killer, I kind of hate him, <laughs> uh, being that he plays for Boston. But if he played for the Rangers, I think I would love him. Uh, he had a tremendous season last year. Um David Backus, you know, they still have Matt Bolesky. They're 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 a decent team, and I mean, once they get Pasta under contract, their defense. I mean, they have Tuukka Rask still in net. 
Tuca is still a solid goaltender in my opinion. Uh, you got Tori Krug. You got big old Chara, but he's getting up there in age. He's up at uh, 40 years old right now. You got the young stud in uh, McAvoy. So, I mean, they they still have a solid team, and I could potentially... They're going to be a fringe, though. I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs, but they definitely have a chance. Yeah, uh, you know, th- this team did not improve. Um, I-, I guess they improved defensively with the with McAvoy coming in and uh I will pr- predict right now my Calder trophy goes to McAvoy. Um I think McAvoy will be rookie of the year, especially playing with a guy like Zidane Ochara. I expect this guy to play at least 23 to 24 minutes in his rookie year at each game. Um but to me they that that's the only thing that really improved. They brought up Charlie McAvoy. Um obviously you expect a lot from Patrice Bergeron and uh Brad Marchand, but you know David Krejci as your third line guy. Uh, second line guy, excuse. Uh, third line probably because David Backus will be your second line guy. Uh, Ryan Spooner is another young guy who sh- who has to go out there and show it. Um, but other than that, I I don't see a lot from this team. No, I agree. Um, you know they that. bought they out of, they bought yeah. out Jimmy Hayes. Um, you know I didn't expect a lot from Jimmy Hayes, unfortunately. But does he have a player tryout anywhere, Jimmy? Uh, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not positive. He definitely does he somewhere. Florida, something like that. I think he might be going back to Florida. Oh, for a player tryout? Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, for Boston, I, I don't expect a lot from from Boston. Um, you know, they'll be that bubble team, I think. But other than that, um, yeah, Boston to me is just a team that's in, on the fence right now. Um, you know, their two best players are putting up the points, but they have no one else besides that. No, I agree. Um, David Posternock, obviously, but this contract is going to get to him. Um you know, you have Zidane Char, Charlie McAvoy will be your top, Corey, uh, Tory Krug, and maybe Miller will be your second. Um, but other than that, I, you know, Tuka Rask, obviously you expect a lot from Tuka, but, mm-hmm. you know, if they're going to make the playoffs, they have to have big, strong goaltending, and Patrice Bergeron and, and Marshan have to put up points. And you you have to have a guy like David Backus perform, because that guy did, uh, to me, he wasn't, he didn't perform as well as he did last year when he was with St. Louis. Uh his first year in Boston last year. But, uh, yeah, I, you know, this this team is on the fence to me. All right, so you said that they didn't improve. I agree with you. Uh, and I also agree with you on the point that they could make the playoffs, but I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't. Absolutely, I, I yeah, I agree. All right, let's move on to the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, the Sabres, hopefully I'll see them live, hopefully we'll see them live. Um, they have the big um, Winter Classic at City Field against the, our New York Rangers. Uh, thanks for the, you know, the game's going to be a home game for Buffalo. So don't know how that works out. Well, I know how it works out is because the Rangers under contract can't play any home games outside of Madison Square Garden. Um, but yeah, win-win. I mean, we get to watch a Winter Classic game in, in City Field, which is 45 minutes away. And it's not even a home game for the Rangers. So, it's a win in my book. <laughs> I definitely think we're. I, I definitely want to go just for the you know the atmosphere the and the yeah. experience. We probably won't be able to see the game much. I've heard complaints of like from you know people that have gone in the past about you know the seats being kind of poor. You might as well just watch it yeah, at but home. It's City Field. I feel like there's no bad angle at City Field. Yeah, I, I mean I've been to that stadium before for baseball games, yeah. and it's not a bad stadium. We'll see. But, we'll uh, see. Uh, but back to the Sabers. Um, interesting team. Uh, they, they obviously Jack Eichel stud. Um, 
they brought back Jason Palmville, correct? Correct. Uh, they Oposo will hopefully be healthy. Uh, they still have Evander Kane. Uh, I love uh, Gergensen's love. I don't know why I love him, but he's just young. I love him. Uh, they got they brought in Benoit Pouillat. Uh, Sam Reinhardt they have. So they're they're an interesting team. Goaltending doesn't impress me at all. But I think that's always been a problem for Buffalo since the Ryan Miller stages of, you know, their team. Uh, Robin Leonard and Chad Ochocinco Johnson, don't they don't impress me as a one-two punch at all. Uh, and then you got, you know, Ristolainen, Bergosian, Scandella. Their, their defense is actually pretty solid. I kind of like their defense. Uh, well, give me your takes. Yeah, yeah. Um... Love Ryan O'Reilly. Boston, uh, Boston, excuse me. Uh, Buffalo is a team where, again, I I think if this team, obviously they're going to rely uh, rely a lot on Jack Eichel. Mm -hmm. Um, Jack Eichel has to put up eighty points. Like he's so capable of doing that. Um, Kyle Oposo, you know, hopefully he stays healthy with what he went through with his concussions and being in the ICU and all that. And uh, if he stays healthy, those two those two could be a one two punch. Um, I, I, I really believe that. Um, obviously, let's not forget about um, uh, Ryan O'Reilly. I think Ryan O'Reilly, Ryan O'Reilly is very underrated in this league. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's a great all-around player. Uh, obviously, they brought back Jason Palmville. Evander Kane, again, is another guy who's up and down. Um, he has his good games, he has his bad games, and he doesn't stay consistent enough. He has to be consistent. Um, they brought a depth guy like Benoit Pouliot who was bought out from Edmonton. Mm-hmm. Um, but their defense, I like their D. Uh, Rasmus Ristolainen, I think, is a great, phenomenal young defenseman who I expect to play the power play a lot. Uh, Zach Bogosian, obviously the big, strong guy. Marco Scandella. Um, Josh Juris. And they brought a guy like Nathan Beaulieu, yeah. who uh veteran guy, even though he's only 24. He's played a lot with Montreal. So, again, I expect him to probably be third pair. Uh, with Jake, uh, with Jake McCabe, so Buffalo is a team where, again, if these guys play to their potential, they're a team that can play for the Atlantic Division. Um, goaltending wise, this is a trial for Robin Leonard. Um, he's been an up and down goaltender, and with the new management, they wanted to see if he's the guy. That's why they only gave him a one year deal at four million. He has to prove himself on this on this uh, during this season. If he doesn't, he is gone. He will not be in Buffalo. Um, Chad Johnson again. He played well last season in Calgary. Yeah. So I, you know, if Robin Leonard goes down, expect Chad Johnson to be the starting goaltender. Um, I don't expect anything less than that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so do they improve? Do they stay the same? Do they digress? You know, it's it's tough with Buffalo because it, you didn't really get to see a healthy Buffalo Sabres. I, I for didn't, most of the year. and it's because Jack Eichel Jack was hurt. hurt. He got hurt in so. training camp last season. Kane even, I think, went down with an injury. Yeah, and you know, I guess they stayed <sighs> the same. Um, but if their young guys can step up, then they improve, obviously. Um, so, like Jack Eichel, I expect a lot. Rasmus were still on in the back end, and if Robin Leonard could play up to his full potential, I expect Buffalo to be a team to contend for a playoff spot. Um, they're probably not there yet. But they could contend for one if they have it. All right. Uh, move on to a team that's confusing me, the Detroit Red Wings. Mm-hmm. Uh, what the hell are you guys doing? What are you doing with AA? What are you doing with Andreas Anthony? 
sign him before he goes to the KHL. Now those are the rumors, huh? Yeah, it, it makes no sense to me. Sign the dude. You you, you want to get younger. You want to rebuild. He's a guy that helps you rebuild. He's a 23-year-old center who I think he's been playing, you know, some pretty damn good hockey in his time in the NHL. And now they're just going to let him fucking run off to the KHL. Makes no sense to me. Yeah. Um, you know. And then they're bringing in, I mean, I know it's not a contract, but they brought in two players. They brought in David Booth for a player tryout, and they're bringing in P.A. Parento for a player tryout. Correct. So, it, I mean, yeah, that's not a contract, but those are two guys that you're bringing in to focus on. Focus on, and, uh, I can't even pronounce it right now. Andrus Athanasiu. Yes. Focus on him. I, I yes, you have your Henrik Zetterberg, uh, you have your Thomas Tatar, Franz Nielsen. I like Gustav Nyquist. I like uh, Abdelkader. He's a little you know, meh to it, me. It's interesting because we talk about teams that need depth down the center, and that's what you know. Detroit struggles in the middle, and all their scoring is out on the wing. Um, <clears throat> we talk about Dylan Larkin. Obviously, Dylan Larkin could be a Fast. 25 to 30 goal scorer. Super fast. Um, Anthony Mantha, who is a phenomenal youngster as well. Um, we talked about Justin Applicator. Uh, Thomas Tatar with his speed down the wing. I mean, this team is strong on the wing, but at center, they have Henrik Zetterberg, who's not getting any younger. He's at 36. Um, Franz Nielsen, who, after he left the island with the Islanders, is just gone. I don't think he... He, he also was injured. I get it. Um, Gustav Nyquist is another guy. Um, the, all they have is their speedy wingers, and mm-hmm. they could play that fast game on the wing, but down the middle, they have no one. What do you think about their defense? They brought in Trevor Daly. They still have Mike Green, Denny DeKaiser, Nick Cronwall. Uh, I mean, they have Xavier Ule. What do you think about them? You know, their D is kind of worn out to me. Um, even though Mike Green is only 31 years of age, I feel like his prime was already in Washington yeah. when he scored 20 goals a season. Mm-hmm. I mean, that guy was a wrecking ball. Um, Danny DeKaiser is probably their – he, to me, is their best defenseman. Um, Trevor Daly, again, coming off two Stanley Cups. Um, again, a veteran guy. He's 33, but to me, he seems like he's 40. Um but he's there to help the youngsters. Um, I expect Mike Green to play with DeKaiser, and I expect Trevor Daly to play with Nicholas Cronwall. Um, and Erickson to play probably with Ouellette, honestly. I think Ouellette deserves a chance. So their D is a little shaky. Um, and going to their goaltending position, I mean, Jimmy Howard and Peter Morazic. Um, I expect Jimmy Howard to start. Um, and Peter Morazic to probably take over. <laughs> yeah. Because Jimmy I... Jimmy Howard can't stay healthy. Yeah. I mean, you know, I remember when Jimmy Howard was like one of the best goalies in the league mm-hmm. and best American goalie. Um, yeah. Detroit is a team who's not going to make the playoffs. I um, agree. They did not improve. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're probably going to be sitting in the basement of the Atlantic Division. I don't see a lot from Detroit. I agree. And look at their projected cap space. Minus Total. three million. Yeah. I mean, they've... <laughs> They invested a lot in uh, their youngsters, so hopefully, you know, down the line they'll be good. Next up, Florida Panthers. All righty, Panthers, Panthers, Panthers. They got their young studs still in Jonathan Huberdeau, uh, Alexander Barkov, Vincent Trocek. I mean, they're a young team, and they're a good team. But who do they not have? They don't have Yarmir Yager, you dumbasses. 
Uh, no one has Yarmir Yager. Yarmir Yager has Yarmir Yager, and he has me as his biggest fan. Um, yeah, that was their one falter. Uh, Nick uh, Budstad, they got uh, Daninov, who uh, came back over from the KHL uh, this year. Uh, Radim Verbata, Derek McKenzie. I mean, they they have a solid team. Aaron Ekblad and Keith Yandel, Jason Demers. I, I, you know, I compared this team last year and two years ago when they won the division to I want to compare them to how Edmonton will be. And with okay. Edmonton and how they did last year, can they come into this season? Can they come into this season and be another playoff team? You know, I, I know we're not talking about Edmonton, but that's who I compared it to with with um, with Florida because Florida was so young and they won their division out of nowhere. So, yeah, I mean the loss of Yager, um, you know, forty five point guy, even though he's forty six years old, I still think that's a big loss for them. Um, Jonathan Huberdeau, I expect him to be healthy and play well, along with Alexander Barkov. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vincent Trocheck, who played a phenomenal year last year yep. with with the Panthers and two years ago as well. Like you said, Nick Bukestad, Derek McKenzie. Um, yeah, they got a You know, their, their, their forwards are well, uh, do well. Their defense, Aaron Ekblad, obviously the all-star. I think Aaron Ekblad is a, is a star in this league. Uh, Keith Yandel, I miss who... Him. I miss him. Yeah, I mean, he struggled last year. But I expect him to still be the quarterback on that power play and blast shots from the point. Jason Demers, uh, Mark uh, Fitzlick. You know, I expect these guys to step up. And their goaltending situation obviously could be Roberto Luongo and Nett. I don't understand his contract and how he's 38 and he still has five years left on it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's kind of weird. But, um, yeah, and they brought in James Reimer, who could be a solid backup or, you know, a starter, honestly, if, if, you, see, if you see Roberto Luongo going down. But as for Florida, I mean, I I, I guess they, they to me they stayed the same. They didn't make any additions. They brought well, in Dan and off, off. But uh, I I don't know what to expect from him. Um, the KHL and the NHL are two different leagues, so I I don't know what to expect from it. I'm gonna say they stay the same. Will they contend more for a playoff spot? Absolutely yes. And I don't think they'll struggle as much as they did last season. I agree. Uh, let's move on to the Montreal Canadiens. Les Habs. Um. Another interesting team. Still have Placanic. Brought in a Jonathan Druin in that trade, uh, which I think was a huge addition. Uh, they still have Galchenyuk. They finally got him under contract. Kind of wish they uh, moved him to New York, but that didn't happen. Um, Max Pacioretty, the, you know, the New York native. Uh, you have Andrew Shaw, Brendan Gallagher, Tori Mitchell, uh, Alice Hemsky. Just going down the line right now. Uh, defense, you still got Shea Weber locked up until he's 85 years old. Uh, Jeff Petrie, they uh, brought in Carl Alsner, who actually, he, he kind of dissed uh, Washington on the way out when he said, uh, you know, I'm just tired of not making it past the second round of the no, playoffs. We'll make it past the first. Uh, so, uh, David Schlemko, uh, they still got Jordy Ben, Mark Streit, uh, and Kyrie Price is your goaltender. Yeah, uh, you know, they they last year they 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 went into the trade deadline and wanted to get bigger and they brought in obviously Jordy Ben who's still here, um, Steve Ott who is now part of the St Louis Blues organization and Dwight King who went overseas. Went overseas, yep. So I don't know what their thinking was during that time to get bigger, um, but they did get more skillful and the addition of Jonathan Drouin obviously is a big addition for them. 
They signed him to a long-term deal um, at five and a half, which I think is very lucky for them. Yeah, six um, years too. At five and a half. So I expect our captain, Max Pacioretty, to That's play well. That's the exact well. deal that uh, Bo Horvat got. Yep. Um, I expect Alexand- um, Max Pacioretty to play extremely well. Um, Alex Galchenik to step up his game. Oh, God, I, my mouth is so dry. <laughs> it's all right. Um, and, yeah, on their defense, Carl Alsner, you know, he's a very stay-at-home defenseman, so mm-hmm. that will give Shea Weber the chance to go up in the play. It's kind of similar to a Kevin Shattenkirk, Ryan yeah. McDonough type situation here where Shattenkirk can play more offensively while McDonough stays Stay defensively. Uh, David Schlemko, I think, was a great addition after he was went to Vegas and then Montreal yeah. decided to one pick of, him one up. One of Vegas' best yeah. players. And bringing in Mark Streit, you know, veteran guy coming back to Montreal where all the roots were began for him. 700,000. So, yeah, not even a million. So, you know, good veteran presence, bring him in. And, uh, yeah, I expect Montreal to... They'll be a playoff team again. Yeah, absolutely. Um, bringing in Alex Hemsky, I, I guess one year, one million. See what he can do. Can't go wrong with it. No. And, uh, yeah, you know, I expect their top guys to, to, to play well. I expect Jonathan to score 30 goals. I really do. I expect Jonathan Drouin to be a 30-goal scorer. Um, playing alongside with uh, maybe Alex Galchenyuk. I can see him playing with him. So I expect a lot from this team. Um, did they improve? Yes, they did improve with Jonathan Drouin. I'll say that now, but when we get to Tampa Bay and how that trade could bite him in the ass mm-hmm. afterwards, um, we'll see what happens. But to me, Montreal did improve with the addition of Jonathan Drouin. I agree. Uh, and playoff team. Uh, Ottawa Senators, the team that went to the Eastern Conference Final and fell short. Uh, Bobby Ryan, still have him. Mike Hoffman, my man, Brascod, Derek Broussard. Still got Clock McArthur. What a Boston name. Uh, Mark Stone, Kyle Turris, Zach Smith, J.G. Pajot, Jean-Gabriel. Uh, Alexander Burroughs, they got Ryan Zingle still. I mean, they, they really didn't do much either. But they stayed the same, which, you know, it was good enough for them last year. Uh, Dion Phaneuf still, I, you know, I don't really like Phaneuf, but it's whatever. Uh, Eric Carlson, complete stud. Uh, Cody Cece, they they brought in Jonathan, uh, Johnny Oduya, which, you know, one year, one million. Yeah, they had to fill the void of losing Mark Mathot. Yeah, which, which was, which, yeah, which was probably a pretty, you know, Mark Mathot played well. Uh Chris Weidman, and then you got Craigie Anderson in net. So they didn't. Maybe they, maybe just because of, I, I think Mathot's a better defenseman than Oduya. Maybe they declined a little bit, but nothing too crazy to where they wouldn't be a playoff team. If, if we're talking at the start of the season, if they declined or not, I think they did decline. Eric Carlson is not starting the year on the back end. Yeah. He's, he's he injured. His surgery. So I would say. Obviously, their best player. I think they Im- didn't improve from the get-go right there. As a team as a whole, I think they stay the same. Um, again, depending how Dion Phaneuf will play because he's not really liked right now because he didn't waive his no-trade clause to go to Vegas. Yeah. So, I, you know, their, their forward lines, uh, you know, obviously former Ranger Derek Broussard, um, Bobby Ryan, who had a phenomenal playoff. Um, along with Clark MacArthur, who was their hero against Boston, uh, Kyle Turris, Zach Smith, Jean Gabriel Prajo, who put up four goals in Game Three against the Rangers, Burroughs, who came in, he scored like four goals in two games in his in his first games with Ottawa. He died down a little bit, but I expect him to play well, even though you know thirty six years of age. 
Um, and then in, in goalie, like you said, Craig Anderson is that guy, and uh, I expect a lot from Mike Condon as well. Um, they gave him a big, uh, they gave him a good deal of uh, three years, two point four average. So I expect those two to be a good tandem, and they, they are. And to me, for this team to make the playoffs, they have to have Craig Anderson stay on his feet, mm-hmm. healthy Eric Carlson, and they need their top guys to step up. And I expect Bobby Ryan to probably put up twenty five to thirty this year if he plays well. I agree. Uh, let's move right along. Uh, we have the Tampa Bay Lightning. So this is what you wanted to talk about. Uh, do you want to get started on it? Yeah. Um, obviously, the bottom of my boy, Dan Girardi. So that's that's already an improvement. <laughs> um, no, and I, I want to talk about the, the trade that they made with um, Montreal mm-hmm. and how Montreal gave away Ser- uh, Sergachev. And this guy apparently is supposed to be a stud. He won't be playing this year, I don't think. Uh, you never know. Um, they... they once Dan Girardi goes back something, and they find out that he sucks. <laughs> you know, it's possible that he could play. Um, he This kid is supposed to be a stud, though. I mean, <laughs> he's supposed to be up there. And when you have mentors like Victor Hedman and Anton Strawman, um, this kid could be lights out. Um, they compare to Eric Carlson. I mean, that's a great comparison. Yeah, he's, yeah. Up front, um, I think this team improves already with a healthy Steven Stamkos, healthy Ryan Callahan. Um, Nikita Kucherov, who I think could put up 45 goals again. Brought in Chris Kunitz. Chris Kunitz. I mean, uh, Vladimir uh, Nemestikov, mm-hmm. Eric Kondra, uh, JT Brown, who will grind it out on the fourth line, Cedric Paquette. Yeah. You know, th- this team is this team is loaded. Yeah. And I expect them to be winning the Atlantic Division this season. Hint, hint. Um, so... Again, healthy Stevens. If Steven Stamkos and Nikita Kucherov could put out forty points, uh, do you 40 think Vasilevsky can, uh, you know, pull pull the weight? You know, that's probably that's probably the biggest question on this team. I mean, the biggest question is can Vasilevsky become that number one guy after losing Ben Bishop? So yeah, I really do. I believe he can. Um, you know, he's he proved himself, and this is his time to shine. And I think he'll he'll prove that he is that number one guy. And their defensive core. What else can you say? Victor Hedman, Anton Strawman, uh, Braden Colburn, my boy. DG at Dan Girardi, Andre Suster, uh, Jake Dotchin. Question for you. Yep. Who was the bigger signing for them this offseason, Dan Girardi or Chris Kunitz? Uh, Dan Girardi, no. Uh, probably Chris Kunitz. Um, Even though he's so many years older? I mean, their their D is already their D was already stacked in the first place. Yeah. Um, you know, now bringing in a veteran guy who's won, who has four Stanley Cups to his name, and this team was close to winning a cup two three years ago so yeah i i think he was a huge addition especially on the left wing so this team to me improved dramatically and uh my again my biggest question mark is can andre vasileski be that guy and if he is that guy i expect this team to be the atlantic to win the atlantic division and compete for another cup all right move right along last team the toronto maple leafs uh our guy uh dark guys team uh, brought in, you know, made the made a splash. Brought in Patrick Marlowe. Uh, they still have. I, what's going on with Nathan Horton? Is he like done? He's done. Yep. He's done. So right. Done. done. Uh, Joffrey Lupel. Done. Uh, so they have both of them on the IR. But then you got your boys Kadri, JVR, Tyler Bozak, Komarov. I still love Matt Martin. Matt Martin is a... He struggled I think, a lot last year. Yeah, but Matt Martin, you know, his presence on the fourth line and his... I think he's a leader. Uh, and he, if someone yeah. if someone hits your your top players, you know who you're, you have to deal with. Absolutely. You have to deal with Matt Martin. I agree. Uh, Zach Hyman, young little phenomenal guy. Uh, Connor Brown. 
Uh, you got Dom. You, you brought in Dominic Moore for the fourth for the fourth line. I love Dominic Moore. Uh, you have your stud Austin Matthews. You have your stud William Nylander. You have your stud Mitch Marner. Uh, so there's, I mean, they're still a great team. Uh, Morgan Riley, uh, Nikita Zaitsev. You have Jake Gardner, Ron Hainsey. They brought in uh, Matt uh, Martin Mar- uh, Mar- <laughs> and then you got uh, Connor Carrick. So. Then you got your boy Freddie Anderson in goal, so I I see them as a playoff team. I see them finishing second in the Atlantic. Hint, hint. Uh, yeah, Austin Matthews is still going to be a stud. You still have your your three guys, your three studs on entry level contracts. They're going to be a great team. Yeah, they'll be up there. Um, you know, bringing in a guy like Patrick Marlowe with his experience and. The way he plays, I still think he's doesn't act like he's thirty seven. I still feel like he's in his prime. Um, he's that good of a gu- he's that good of a player. And you talked about the three guys: Austin Matthews, William Nylander, Mitch Marner. These three guys are coming into their their second year. Um, Nylander, yeah, he, yeah. he is like third year, but um, I hope those guys don't slump. If those guys could play the way they play, forget it. This team is this team is a team to be reckoned with. Um, their defense, I love Morgan Riley. I think Morgan Riley is a great young defenseman, along with Nikita Zaitsev. Uh, Jake Gartner, again, is a, a phenomenal player. Um, Freddie Anderson, I hope, hopefully he could stay on his, heel, uh, stay on his head again. Um, I expect this guy to play extremely well. Um, if he puts up... If he, again, he, this is kind of like I feel like this is every goaltender. You know, Curtis McElhaney is probably not the most reliable guy in the back end, so I expect him to win at least thirty games, or he has to win thirty-five plus. Yeah, he has to. Um, like you said, Dominic Moore on the fourth line, along with Eric Fair, who can play on the fourth line as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're 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 solid. They're they're a solid team who's who who have balance, and I think it's very important to have balance. Um, and Leo Komarov, who I. To me is to me I feel like he's very underrated and I had him on his my yeah I, ha, I had him on my fantasy team last year and he put up points for me um which was nice so and of course Tyler Bozak um you know there's trade rumors around Tyler Bozak but you know solid solid centerman who can put up you know 50 points so yeah I I expect this team to uh to 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 play well and alongside Patrick Marlowe, who I expect to play alongside Austin Matthews. Yeah, I think they improved. So I'm going to say they improved as well. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's, you know, we're just flying through it. Actually, I'm going to throw something out to all the listeners right now. Um, Pedro doesn't even know that we're going to do this yet, but we're going to do it. No. Um, we're going to do a fantasy hockey league. And we want the listeners, if you're interested, at us on Twitter, at DropThePuckPod, and I'll set it up. And let's get this thing going. Let's let's do you know let's do a fantasy hockey league with with ten of the listeners. Why not? I'm in. All right, so there you go. Uh, so let's hear who wants to you know join our league, and let's get that thing rolling. Um, but now let's get into our you know standings. I started last week, so you can start this week. <laughs> um, what are we gonna do? Top the best to best to worst or yep, worst to best? One to last. One to last again. Yep. All right, start it off. Okay, um, I expect Tampa to win. Okay, Tampa's number one. Um, this is tough. Okay, I'll have Toronto at two, Montreal at three. Um, I'm gonna have Florida at four, Boston at five, 
This is tough. Ottawa at six. Buffalo at seven. Detroit at eight. Interesting. Who are your playoff teams? Um, only I could only have three of them. So you're 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 saying so no I'm you're saying no Tampa, you're saying no wild card team comes Tampa, from, comes out of the Atlantic. Tampa, Montreal, and Toronto. The wild card teams are going to come from the Metro, which we'll do next week. The Metro is just so I know, hard. I know. I mean, we'll get into it last week, but next week. Next week, sorry. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, I, I think I, there's I, only three I, I teams from it's, the Atlantic. It's just really tough. Yeah, I I I don't know what I'm going to expect from a team like like Boston. You know, I mean, Boston could be that team, but to me, I don't, I don't think they're there yet. So I disagree with you a little in the middle, but nothing huge. Uh, Tampa number one, Toronto number two, Montreal number three. Then I'm going to go Florida, Ottawa, Boston, Buffalo, Detroit. So I think me and you flip flopped Ottawa and Boston. And Boston. Yep. Which top three teams easily in the, in the division: Tampa Bay, Toronto, and Montreal. Yep. So those will be your three playoff teams, barring any injuries, in both of our opinions. Yeah, I mean, you know, talking right now, that's what I think. Um, I think five teams from the Metro are gonna make the are gonna make the playoffs, and the other three are gonna be from the Atlantic. Um. Yeah, oh yeah. You know, the Metro it's going to be just like this uh, this past year. Yeah, I mean, the Metro is just... They're the beast. Stacked. They're the beast. They are stacked. Uh, but yeah, quick episode. Uh, that wraps it up for that. You know, we'll just, you know, do our little mentions again. Um, you can find us on Twitter. We're only like, you know, we have 51 followers on Twitter, so... You know, I, I put out a tweet uh, earlier in the week saying that we're only like, you know, so, so, so many away from 1,500 followers, but who's counting? Um, so, you know, every follow helps. We're trying to get that at least to 100, hopefully soon, uh, then just build up from there. Uh, the listeners, we've been keeping track. Uh, listeners have been, you know, decent, more than our followers. So if, if you if you listen to us, just please follow us on Twitter. Um, we love conversation at Drop the Puck Pod. My personal Twitter is at JSTAR with two R's, zero two. Pedro is at underscore Rodriguez with an S, 20 underscore. Um, you can find us there. Uh, other than that, thanks for listening. Um, please rate, subscribe, review on iTunes, Google Play if you can, SoundCloud. Uh, yeah, we appreciate everything. We're getting there. We are close. We have the Metropolitan uh, Metropolitan Division uh, preview next week, which we'll definitely have at least one or two guests on uh, because most of our friends and you know good buddies are also yep. Metropolitan Division team lovers. Um, so we'll definitely have one or two people on next week. Uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, Pedro, anything? Yeah, I got nothing. Right. <laughs> it's been very quiet. So um, we're getting there. We're getting, we're getting there. there. You know, training yeah. camp starts next week. Yeah. Uh, I know the Rangers start on the fourteenth. Um, first preseason game is the eighteenth against the Islanders. So, so we're it's there. it's almost there. Uh, we're getting there. You know, season starts in less than a month. So first game, first first puck drop is October fourth, and we're excited. I know I am excited. I'm excited and, too. Uh, we'll you know, finally have more to talk about. Finally have something to watch as well and not we'll probably just do and, weekly reviews on which teams you know yeah i mean uh you know we'll talk about which plays. games went on during that week and you know what we think and 
we'll go from there. We'll see what happens. Yeah. So um, signing out, episode number 16 in the books. See ya. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Drop the Puck Podcast with your hosts, Justin Starr and Pedro Rodriguez on Facebook and Twitter at Drop the Puck Pod. We'll catch you next time, NHL fans, on the Drop the Puck Podcast.